before we get into today's episode, just wanted to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and immediately be connected with members that fit your audience. That is podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot co. Apologies for the mic today. My MacBook Air and Blue Snowball don't seem to be working today, so I'll look into that and hopefully have it fixed by next week. But if you can make it through that, on today's episode, we have the free Melee situation, the community of Smash and Nintendo, a look at Super Nintendo World. We have Game Awards Talk, Game Awards Preview, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity Review, so we put a bow on that officially. And at the end of the episode, we have our own Game Awards, giving out awards to games that we have played this year and games we played in the past. So spread it, share it with your friends. Hope you guys enjoy. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the switch it up podcast season two episode 18 my name is tyler and i am joined as always by my co-host colby moyer uh colby how are you doing on this on this lovely monday morning or well i guess afternoon now i'm doing all right i had a final this morning a literature final uh, but it wasn't cumulative it was just on the last i guess third of the year so not that bad. I can't say I pay attention in literature at all this year, but I do feel confident on the final. I feel like I know enough about, you know, literary devices and plays and poems and yada, yada, yada. So how are you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing all right. Just submitted uh, one of my final essays. And uh, the second of my final essays was just pushed back to next week. So that frees up some time to work on uh, my other final project. Uh, can't say I'm too confident on the one final that I have coming up next week, but, uh, you know, I, I think I'll still do okay regardless if I reference the, the homeworks and the other work we've done in the semester. But, uh, yeah, definitely made a bad choice choosing black holes in the universe as my elective, uh, not as easy as I thought it would be initially, but, we're not here to talk about the the woes of school. We're here to talk about the woes of gaming because oh, and are they out there? <laughs> uh, yes, it not exactly the best of news, but still news nonetheless. Uh, the big N, the big Nintendo execs are being being blasted by by the internet for their uh, interesting decisions lately. So, oh my God, are they ever so? case you don't know what's going on this is really just a tale about time this is a tale as old as time when it comes to the nintendo execs and uh, the melee community so smash bros melee which is in many people's eyes the best one like 
They just be, they just will not stop playing melee. This game's announced in 2001. It's almost 2021. We're coming up on 20 years of melee, and this community is still huge, big enough that there are all these to- tournaments that will host melee players, and they'll just play Smash and compete, and it's all for fun. I think it's completely run by the community at this point. Nintendo doesn't really get their hands on it. Yeah, and then any community. Melee official melee tournaments, even like official Smash tournaments, aren't real like of any kind or kind of sparse. But melee in particular has never really been officially supported by Nintendo. I don't think so much so that it is being <laughs> ruined. Some would say by Nintendo. So this was a couple. This was a I think a week ago, like a couple weeks ago at this point. But Nintendo shut down a Super Smash Bros. tournament for using mods that you can play online. Yeah, it, it, it was uh, the tournament was it was the big house, which is one of the biggest smash competitions. It got sh- it got shut down and now offering refunds because they received a cease and desist from Nintendo. And you're probably wondering why it's because there is an organizer. Now they're using called Slippy, which is a software tool that makes melee playable online. And I think Nintendo said that's piracy, like basically the unauthorized use of their work is what they claimed it to be. So, yeah, they are. It's been held since 2011, and it is now shut down for not only Melee but Smash Bros. Ultimate as well. So, not great for the Melee community. Not great for it's not a great look for Nintendo either that they're being not so really about this, and, and people want to play their game. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's an it's an old ass game. Like it's like you said, it's about to be two decades old by now. And another, a big thing about uh, game, certain types of games these days uh, that people or that gives the developers and the, and the companies that produce the games kind of a, uh, a good presence in the community is if they you know, give good mod support for their games. Because there are clever people out there who want to do things with their game. And a lot of games, specifically, uh, I'd say like open world games like Skyrim or Fallout, uh, they have pretty open mod support and you know they're not always you know uh doing the going the nintendo route and doing cease and desist uh for just a mod that allows the tournaments to be run uh not really changing the game in any way but just like you know allowing tournaments to be held in you know this time of disease and an outbreak uh, i don't know the specifics obviously as you can tell but whether or not I think it is within Nintendo's, you know, I guess rights or cap- capabilities to do what they're doing, but they don't have to. And I feel like that's the that's the main sticking point. Like they're actively trying to stop people from enjoying a game that they love and that they put out. Yeah, I don't, that's the part I don't get. Like, it's definitely within their right to be like, this wasn't in the original game and we'd like you to stop. But there's really no other option this year for people who want to have a melee tournament. They have to play it virtually. So yeah. there's going to be problems. Sure. There's problems with every single like online servers and stuff, especially ones that were made by like community, not even like by professionals, but I don't know why they're going out of their way to stop people from playing melee. Like you're not, those people now aren't going to buy like ultimate or those people that even have it probably already have ultimate. So I don't, I don't know what you're gaining here because you're not supporting that community anyway. It's not like it's run by you. Yeah, to be honest, like it, 
I don't think they stand to lose a lot by allowing this to happen. If anything, they stand to gain like good PR by, you know, not screwing with them. And they already had bad PR enough in the Smash community anyway, just by not supporting them like, officially in any way. And now it seems they're just digging themselves a deeper hole. And again, I feel like they just would have really, they would not experience any real tr- tragic losses by allowing this modded tournament to happen. Yeah. And then obviously, so this completely raised Twitter. People are hashtag free melee everywhere you look on Nintendo yeah. Twitter, which led to this was recent. This was a, uh, this was very, this recent. was supposed, this was supposed to happen Saturday and Sunday of this past week. So December 5th and 6th. Yes. It's no longer happening. A Splatoon to the North American open. It was canceled because they, they said for unexpected ex- executional challenges, but it was because the top is because 30% of the top teams had team names that in order like supported the melee players. Yeah. They, so they had some like free melee. This obviously took, this obviously came in light of the melee news. So yeah, I don't know the, the team names are like free melee, safe smash, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're calling it. Uh, it's damage control, and it's in uh, the uh, the exact quote is: "This is a damage control and outright spit in the face to not just like Splatoon two community, the Smash community, but just like communities in, for Nintendo in general. Like, it's a very bad look for the execs. And I, 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 I wouldn't. I don't see a problem with like I get Nintendo's point of it, where it's like we're we're being made we're like being made fun of on this live stream because how all the all the good teams in the finals are going to be." like free melee and safe smash. So I get it from their point of view, but at the same time, it's kind of your own fault. Yeah. And I mean, for goodness sake, you just slash down your own live stream in order to try and save face on this thing that you really, again, was just an unnecessary defense mechanism for yourself. So it's, it's interesting. And, and I mean, props to the Splatoon community. They just went out there in support of their fellow Nintendo uh, community completely just sacrificed their live stream uh, for it. I think there may be. I think they may be setting up a, co- a community tournament for for Splatoon for Splatoon as well with an actual yeah. like prize pool. Yeah, uh, because I don't think Nintendo has that good of prizes uh, for this kind of thing. But uh, it's like a hundred gold points for first place. Yeah, it's kind of it's weird because Nintendo like you know Splatoon is a game that it's actually supported for a while now with official tournaments. How long has Splatoon 2 been out? Like 2018, 20, probably 2018. Yeah, I I think it's been out for a few years now. I, my memory uh, does not serve me very well often, so I could be wrong about that. Came Uh, out in 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's been out for, for three years now. And Nintendo has uh, given a lot of attention to it. I, I mean, that being a new IP, it makes sense that they would want to promote it officially. Uh, but they have done a, you know, relatively consistent job of providing official uh, tournaments and such for the players. And to see that them, to see them so quickly just completely strike at them like this, just for, you know, them supporting the the melee community is kind of scary. Like they, that was like no hesitation, just completely. Like live streams over, done. So, kind of a kind of a very very bad look for for Nintendo. 
uh, coming off of these events. Like now you gotta wonder, like, will there be another like Splatoon event hosted by Nintendo, like Splatoon Two? This is like I the mean, North American Open. Like, I think this is a pretty big deal in the Splatoon Two community. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know enough to say for sure. Like uh, North but, America, that's that's U.S. and Canada. That's both. Yeah, that is both. So I'm I'm not sure what the consequences of this be or of this will be. God knows if I personally. I don't think that any higher ups in Nintendo are really going to have a big change of heart because in reality, again, it's kind of weird. They, they don't, they didn't stand to lose a lot from allowing the tournament to happen, but they also don't stand to lose a lot now that they've stopped the tournament, honestly, Mm -hmm. because that's just how big Nintendo is. I feel so I feel like they may not see this as huge on their threat list. They'll probably think that the, the outrage will die down as it usually does. And then they'll just move on to something else, especially with the game awards coming up where they may announce something huge and just get the community's attention, like onto that and away from everything else. Well, from what I've seen on social media, it's like people are starting to, in their minds, separate, separate Nintendo making games and Nintendo making executives. Yeah. Like kind of separating Nintendo into the developer, like the, the, the devs and the people who actually physically make the games and the big, like top C yeah. executives who run the corporate run it as a corporation. Yeah, I believe uh, we I, talked about this in season one. Sorry, I'll just no. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I believe we talked about this in season one, and I asked you if you felt like Nintendo, like felt different now than before. Oh, I, I like it's still like as far as the game wise, no, they still have that magic and. Yeah, I think now undoubtedly, like from that point of view, it's yes because they never has like it just doesn't make sense like would like sony or microsoft like if the first halo was still like if you'd like ter- like online terms of the first halo and you made a mod to play it like online like they wouldn't just be like no don't do that <laughs> it doesn't make uh, yeah. any sense like it just Cause, seems because like, microsoft purchased uh what was it that's see it's like a like they they purchased uh some smash like tourney uh something but uh you know, other like Nintendo's competitors care more about Smash than than they do. Yeah, uh, I think that was the point that was being made when when I saw that co- come up. I forget what it was. I'll have to look it up and I might tweet it out if I if I find it. But uh, yeah, I, I all in all, just Nintendo really not giving the fans of these games any breathing room. No, and just again, really bad look for them. Yeah, not great. Not, it it remains to be seen how much of a PR uh, loss this will be for them. Uh, personally, uh, I'll I'll take the pessimistic view and say that it's probably not going to affect them much. If I had to give it a guess, yeah. But, if, they, if they drop a Breath of the Wild two trailer on Friday night, like or Thursday night, whatever, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to care. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. But that is the unfortunate uh, bad nintendo news that we have for you today but uh if that's all that you had i I don't that's all i have on the bad uh we can get into the good now yeah we we can get into the good so uh recently a a little game has uh has released that oh wait i was gonna get into something else first oh okay sorry go ahead so yeah 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 because this happened a while ago so yep screenshots and video of the first super nintendo world Came out last mm-hmm. week, like right after we recorded our collab with the Outcast, which you should go listen to if you haven't. 
and it showed what the it showed the it showed the world itself, and it showed the Mario Kart ride, which according to people is awesome and has been in development for over six years. So, oh my god, they really had to, really had to wait for the technology to come out to make that game or to make that ride. That's nice. But I do have a problem with this because it's not really Super Nintendo World; it's Super Mario World, which yeah. is yeah. And you, it's fine. Like I, I get it. That's your biggest property, and everybody knows the Mar Man. But I, I mean, that's that's just misleading. Because like, it'd be one thing if like it would be. It's like Disney, where like in Magic Kingdom, you like eight different lands. It'd be one thing if it was like that, where it's like, oh, here's the Mushroom Kingdom. Here's like Hyrule. Here's like some po- like a mix of the Pokemon region. Yeah, here's Palatone. Yeah, exactly. Like something like that. But it's just super. It's Super Mario World. And yeah, it, again, it that, seems that's to be just fine, Mario. But besides that it's coming out in 2021 apparently opening in orlando in 2023 and it's gonna be awesome like there's just no chance it's not gonna be awesome like apparently like you know disney's like the magic bands yeah you apparently they have like wristbands too and there's like there's like virtual like blocks throughout the thing and you like jump up a hill like mario and you get coins yeah i, I think i've heard i think i've heard about this as well like, that sounds awesome like, literally that does sound pretty cool i'm not gonna lie super mario world but yeah, of course, of course. Is but, it know, just me? Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off again. No, I didn't have a point. You can go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, like, seeing the aerial views of this of this park, uh, would, it's just... Is it... It looks so tiny. It looks small. It looks really small. It looks like you're not even going to have room to, like, walk next to a person without being, like smushed yeah like again, it, looks, it, it looks tiny it looks like it's built for a covid19 year like but, it looks so packed like just with yeah. stuff i don't know if it, if it's just obscuring my vision but it looks like there's just so much stuff packed into such a small space that you don't have room to move here i'll pull up a screenshot of it so we can see and then they maybe i'm look i am the furthest person to be talking about park logistics or construction or anything of the sort but just from the the screenshots you've seen on Twitter, even back when we first discussed this, uh, it, it seemed to me that it was it was pretty tiny. <laughs> Here, I'll but. share it because it does look pretty small in this. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Like, yeah, that's the that's an aerial shot right there. Yeah, so it looks tiny. <laughs> it looks so small. I mean, maybe it's just like I don't know. Maybe it's bigger than I than I think it is. Like on the ground. But and maybe there's more space, like I don't know, underneath it or something. I don't know, but it looks like there's just so much packed together that you won't be able to fit a lot of people in there. Yeah, I don't know what like max capacity is going to look like. I mean, the screen just it looks beautiful, but like here, here's a better one. That's yeah, the, like aesthetically, it looks fantastic. But my God, here, I guess I'll I didn't just... know really. I guess I didn't really have any expectations because I had no idea what it would have been when we first heard that it was coming out, but I mean, holy crap. It looks like it's just all buildings and no walkways. How do you get in there? Like I see see the little war pipe on the right here, but like, and there's the little, I'm guessing that's the entrance where, yeah, where the little star is like, hell, how do you get out? Like that's the entrance. How do you leave? Are you just trapped there? Yeah. Is it just going to be a constant stream of people going in and out of this one pipe? When was this? Okay, May twenty eighth. So this is a while ago, but still, like, like you're stuck is, in there. This is this is, this is, a, this is this kind is of a, your final product. Like, there's not there's maybe this is parking back here, but I don't maybe. know. Like, this is 
this is kind of like just your final product right here. And it's like a brightly colored prison. It's like Hogwarts right next to it. Like what a weird place to. <laughs> it definitely sticks out. For it sure. definitely sticks. There's like a, even like even like ancient ruins over here. And then you look over and it's Super Mario World. Super Mario. But yeah, but, that's so that's everything on Super Nintendo World. We'll call it that because that's what it's officially called. But, yeah, that's what it's officially called, of course. So we'll call it that for now. But yeah, very excited for when that comes out. I think it's February of 2021, so not much longer for that until we wait. Yeah, but uh, it might be longer if uh, the world true. stays in the screwed up situation it is. And I just have one more quick thing. Um, did you see the rumor of the Samus skin being added in Fortnite and it's going to be announced at the Game Awards? I heard about that, yeah. Because Fortnite, I've been talking to my brother about this because he's been uh, showing me the stuff after this whole Marvel story kind of came to a close with Galactus and stuff. Uh, the next season immediately started and now it's kind of like, they're kind of like doing another like Worlds Collide theme. But instead of just like time periods in the world, it's like different media franchises. Like the Mandalorian's like, in there. Like the Mandalorian is in the battle pass. Like it's in. The, it's like the first skin you get in the battle pass. Isn't Kratos is in there too? I believe Kratos. Kratos was just added. Master Chief is coming. So there are rumors that uh, Samus will also be uh, introduced as well. Be the biggest Metroid news in years. It, <laughs> I was about to say that that might be the one saving. That's going to be the closest thing to any Metroid Prime three news we hear for any length of time, probably. And then this led people to to like there's this conspiracy going around that also at the Game Awards, Jonesy, the default from Fortnite, is going to be announced for Smash Ultimate. He's going to be the jeez uh, fourth fighter pack, fourth fighter pack, I think it's- third Min Min. Uh, fourth, fourth, I fourth. Think. Okay, I had it right. Because there are six characters, and we got Min Min, Steve. Let me. All right, you can go. You can go ahead. And oh, he, he might be the. He might be the third. I'll, I'm looking it up right now. You yeah, can go ahead. I, if you have a point, you can go. Ahead. Damn, it's been, okay. It's been, he'll be the third. He'll be the third. Okay, yeah. So it's Min Min, Steve, and then it would be Mr. Fortnite himself. But uh, to be honest, I know a lot of people are disgusted by this idea. Uh, not not completely without reason, may I add. But honestly, I think it'd be I think it'd be pretty funny. I think it'd be good. Uh, I mean, for goodness' sake, Fortnite is like third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he'll be he'll be the third after uh, the character right after Steve, who was the second. But yeah, I mean, Fortnite is kind of rivaling Smash as like the biggest crossover video game ever. Like true. The, the amount of other media that has been put into this game is is nuts and on a scale that we've talked about yet again on a previous episode that has never been done before you got marvel stuff you got dc stuff you got whole star wars events you have a whole season dedicated to another media franchise invading the fortnite world mm-hmm. and now you have another season where that's taken to the next extreme it's just a bunch of media franchises joining in on the on the battle royale you want to talk about the complete opposite of nintendo and just a game that only listens to its fans i mean it just i don't know it just doesn't seem to stop like no. something like master chief like, like what like whatever is like in like I, mean, I say in like as in like what's go popular it's gonna be in fortnite it's just a given yeah. like the mandalorian yeah. right now is like it's one of the best shows out there right now. 
and he's just in. He's just, he's there with Baby Yoda. Like he's just in the game. Yeah, like Fortnite is in a unique position where it can just capitalize on whatever is popular in pop culture because it has that influence now. It's crazy, and it's amazing that it like it. It honestly came from such humble beginnings, and now it's just. it's just here it's not obviously it's nowhere near it's i feel like we've passed the Fortnite heyday to be honest it's just here it's just but it's just here to stay like i don't even if it's not like the most popular game it's always going to be one of the most played and you know talked about games i think just because of i don't know it's almost iconic now and and it's it's and it's and the people who hate on it and the people who love it to death like it's it's such an interesting game but it's becoming almost a staple in gaming these days. It already is, but like I'm just talking about it as a whole. Like when you think of came out 2017, so when you think of the last, so when you think of the 2010s decade, Fortnite's probably in that conversation. Yeah, like if you like if a new battle royale game comes out, it's going to be it's compared probably. to Fortnite. If a new yeah, shooter like, game comes out, it's going to be compared to Fortnite. It's true. Like every everybody's trying to get in battle royale now. Like I, PUBG, I think originally had it first. Yeah, but, PUBG had it first. There was a whole stupid lawsuit about it, but then Fortnite came along and did it better. And then uh, yeah, so Call of Duty now is like a battle royale. Like every game in the like world has like a battle yeah, royale. I mean, my my personal favorite is Apex Legends. Of course, yeah. I've talked about that briefly on the show before, but I don't know without without Fortnite. Like Fortnite has probably influenced a lot of these games probably, creation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you know, we probably wouldn't have a lot of them without that game. So. I'm I'm just hyped to see where it goes next. I want to see how far you can push it. It's kind of like Smash. I want to see just how crazy you can get with it. So do you think Jonesy gets in? Uh, oof. Honestly, because the Nintendo executives are picking the characters. Like sure, Sakurai, Sakurai, Sakurai didn't really have any, any say in it. I mean, he had a little bit of say, but Which is crazy. I, I seen, I seen with Steve, they said, can you put Steve in Minecraft? He's like, that's going to be hard, but okay. And then he did it. <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be another like mixed uh, reception reception character, and I don't know if Nintendo necessarily needs that right now. Who do you th- so? Who do you think is like? What character could they announce that like would be like the most appraised? Most appraised? Crash, uh, Sora, or Crash, or Master Chief? I think Th- those three have been highly speculated. They're iconic just- and. They're iconic enough. I think Crash would be the most like. I, I can't yeah. see. Ma- I can't see Master Chief in Smash. I can't see it. I don't know. I feel like you added Snake. It's true. And so that kind of goes to, like the mature way. Yeah, the mature route. Like Clouds in there, Final Fantasy. I mean, if if you put like Samus and Master Chief next to each other, honestly, they they look it's like they could be like fucking part of sure. Yeah, it's the same picture. But. I don't know, man. I, again, I don't think anything's off the table anymore. So if Nintendo is able to, if Nintendo is able to shake hands with the executive of another company, they're able to get a character from that company in Smash. I think, like even like assist trophies now can be fighters. Yeah, because uh, and and spirits as well. As yeah. we see with Min Min, uh, they can be spirit. They can be a uh, uh, characters as well. So yeah. obviously you have Gino and Shantae are also two very uh, popular picks for new characters as well. Uh, hell if they want to like if they want to add waluigi and really fuck up the internet like crash twitter yet again i that, think i think that i think that'd be like unanimous appraisal of waluigi got in this match i think so too there's a lot I of think, characters that can but i think jonesy is just like people are always going to be like he's not 
like he's not a fighter. Like what would his moveset be other than like shooting a gun? Like he could build obviously probably. I feel like we cannot be, I can't, I feel like we cannot rule out a character by saying like, Oh, we don't know what his moveset could be. Cause we're talking about Sakurai here. It's true. He can code anything. Like, have you seen, like I was about to say, Steve, people didn't know what his moveset could be. And Sakurai implemented it in the most unique way and accurate way he could. I think it's true. He did. He did. So with Sakurai at the helm, Again, it's anything's it's, possible. It's a complete enigma. We have no idea. Anything's possible. Sakurai calling the shots. But yeah, again, Game Awards, really exciting. Oh yeah, that's next week. Definitely, I'm watching that in its fullest. It's gonna be very exciting to see what goes on. If last time we were at college when the Game Awards were. were yeah, we, no, we were home from break. Oh, were we? I, I remember. For some reason, anyway. I remember. I was home from break, but you might have been home before me. I remember being in like. Uh, one of the study rooms yeah, listening I was to the home, live stream. I was, I was definitely home, and I think you were still at school. But yeah, it, it's exciting. I, I like I like what the Game Awards tries to do. It honors gaming. It's most it's greatest way. But we got just, Reggie. We got Reggie presenting a game. It's just, it's, I just have a weird feeling that The Last of Us Two is going to dominate it. And you talk about a game that is mixed reception. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Last of Us Two. I I haven't played it. So I really don't know. I haven't even really watched a lot of like videos on it, to be fair. I think what most people have an issue with is the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was a little, I don't know. Again, that this is the thing where, you, where you're uh, following up one of the greatest video games of all time. Like, I don't think anyone's ever going to, you're always going to have those hardcore haters that is, the story goes in completely the wrong direction that they think it should go. And then they're just going to hate on it regardless of what the game game's actual quality is. Yeah. They're definitely, they're definitely fans of the last of us too. And that's evident because I think it's weird yeah, because the, it's they're, leading they're, the player's yeah, leading, choice polls. Yeah. It's leading the player's choice polls. Like by a pretty wide margin, I think it's going to win, but yeah, for sure. Even then, like I talk about this with breath of the wild and breath of the wild too. Like you can't just, you can't hold last of us Two to the ceiling of the last of us. That's just unfair to the game and unfair yeah. to everybody who's trying to make it like it, it's its own game. And whether you like it or not, that's completely different. But if you're expecting it to be the last of us, it's not going to be because that's like a once in a, it's like a once in a 10 year thing. Yeah. That could be a once in a lifetime thing. Like I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure if any game that is a masterpiece ever like set out the, the developers like, okay, we're going to make this like everyone's going to love this game. Yeah. No, now that might be like a, we're going to make the best game we possibly can, but I don't think they're ever going to be like, you know, we're programming this game to be a masterpiece right out the bat. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, you kind of stumble into that because, you know, obviously people are going to do high quality stuff. So, but it's, it is dependent on the reaction of the community. So, yeah. Uh, games like the last of us and breath of the wild two, uh, or sorry, breath of the wild one rather are going to be hard to follow up just because yeah. of the, you know, I feel like they kind of stumbled into their success a little bit, even though they had very talented people behind them. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- that's just me. I feel like there's a lot of luck when, when a game is considered a masterpiece, just, yeah. you know, the time period that you're in. And, uh, I don't know. That's completely off topic, but I voted for Animal Crossing. So, for the record, I voted, <laughs> voted for I voted for Animal Crossing. You voted for Animal Crossing. All right, but speaking anyway, of games, yeah. uh, this is a game that I don't think is nominated for any awards. Unfortunately, it lost in the player's voice in round one, but it's a game that has been talked about on the show for almost like two months straight. And yeah. this is officially closing, officially putting a bow on Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity because. Yes. Both of us have 100% of the game in full. 
It is completely, you 100% of it. I, as of today, I'm completely done with the Hyrule. Not, not completely done. As far as everything to do, yes, I'm definitely going to go back and keep playing it. But wow, good job. Thank you. So, completely done with Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, and we are here to review it. I actually wrote down my thoughts like as soon as I beat it. So, all right, here we go. So, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, you can start. Go ahead, because I feel okay. like I've... I feel like I've said a lot of my piece, so I'm, I'm okay. curious to see what you say. I really enjoyed Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. There's definitely problems with it, and it's not a perfect game by any means, but it for my first Warriors experience and for what it is, I really did enjoy the game. I have some pros and cons, and my number one pro is that I think it utilized the original Breath of the Wild characters extremely well. I think that everything from moveset to personalities voice acting is a little shaky but i do think that most of the voice acting is pretty good i just think that giving the background on the characters and giving shedding new light on them in the story is very very wholesome and very good so i applaud them there i think most of the missions are pretty good and pretty fun like i have i have my favorite battles you have your favorite battles i'm sure we'll talk about that at some point in this Mm -hmm. but yeah, I just think they make, they make sense. They, the story makes sense, and that's really what I was trying to get out there with that point. Soundtrack cutscenes, again, most of the voice acting and all the maps are e- extremely well done, especially yes. the soundtrack. The soundtrack's incredible. Like, it's, I don't know. It's absolutely. A, just banger after banger. And yeah. I think it's better than Breath of the Wild soundtrack because that is a weakness of Breath of the Wild, albeit the very few weaknesses that it has. But mm. I do think, I, do, I just like the more energy, action-packed, taste, soundtracks and higher warriors has that here's yeah. a pro that also goes inside with a con but i'm gonna get into that a little bit later it told a story about breath of the wild it did yes Hold that thought <laughs> time travel works they made it work uh we were both very skeptical of it in our preview for it because again i don't know i really should like make a conspiracy video and like gotten like ten hundred thousand views but <laughs> I just could, I can't believe that the descendants came back a hundred years in the past and saved the champion. Oh, uh, spoilers, I guess. By we, the way, okay, it's been out for what two weeks, three weeks. We're, we're past the spoiler point. Like right, I just can't, right, right. I can't believe that that happened, <laughs> and it, it made it work. Like they're not. Oh, we've lost him, lads, once again. Yeah, we've been having some technical difficulties. Uh, there right. we go. You're yeah, back. Okay, so there you go. As I was saying, as I was saying, in terms of the story, the time, the descendants aren't there in the story that long. But when they are there, everything makes sense. It flows. They have good chemistry with their champ, with their champion of their race, except for Ravali, who I think just goes out like hates Teba just for even trying to be him. But I, I who knows? I don't think that's exactly true because in the uh, in the in the meadow missions. I find that it's hard to read the little dialogue boxes at the bottom when you're like yeah, in the missions, which do add a lot to the to the characters. I think from the ones that I see uh, when they're interacting, I think yeah. Rivali does respect uh, Teba as a as a warrior. Uh, I think so too. But what I was about to say, he's definitely though he definitely doesn't show it in the cutscenes though. To be fair, no, he does not. And again, that's just that's just who he is, and Rivali's going to Rivali. That's just at this point. Yeah, and I'm not even kidding. Like. Like Master Koga is a whole one point for me, just because I think <laughs> every scene he's in, he is he's the man. Master Koga is the man. Yeah, he's awesome, and he's he's awesome to fight as too. Like he's one of my favorite characters to play as. Mm. 
All right, so here, here, so that's all the good about the game. So utilize Breath of the Wild characters well, missions, soundtrack, cutscenes, all that stuff. Time travel and Koga. Those are all. Those are all the pros for me. Yeah. Here's some of the cons. It did tell a story about the Breath of the Wild world. It did not tell the one they said they were going to tell. Yeah, a bit of a bit of misleading marketing on this game. To be fair, it is. Not in any way the story uh, it, from the from the very beginning. It is not the Breath of the Wild story. It's not a prequel. It's not. No, it's its own game, which is it, fine. It's, it's not yeah. canon. It's its own game. Completely fine. But from the very start of the game, like once you complete the story, you come. It all comes full circle because this isn't the same Ganon. These aren't the same heroes. These aren't the same blights. These this isn't the same anything. Everything's different. Yeah. Completely different in this game than it was in the original Breath of the Wild because obviously Ganon comes, takes over the Vine Beast, champions die, Link KO'd, and yeah, <laughs> 100 years later, Link comes back, well, whatever, we know the story. This is in every single way, shape, and form different. It's similar in some aspects. Like overall, your enemy is still the same, but how you get there is completely different than what you were led to believe in Breath of the Wild because you don't actually figure you actually you actually play through the events to get there in breath of the wild but yeah yeah i don't know like i'm fine with it i think it's fine but it's just not what they said it was going to be they said they want to tell a story about breath 100 years before breath of the wild and like you said last time we talked about this like this just isn't that story mm-hmm. i mean personally if i'm no go ahead know, i don't i don't want to cut off your flow here go ahead of going through but i i did see a tweet uh by by you you Who's uh, talks a lot about Zelda on Twitter? She uh, thinks is she uh, there? Oh, okay. Well, there he's a good follow. Uh, I, I like reading uh, the stuff that he puts out. But he said that the uh, the marketing on on this game was was so bad it wasn't even funny. And you know, I can I completely can agree with that statement. Like the the marketing for what this game was was rather misleading to incredibly to fans. Personally, I don't it doesn't bother me very much. And in fact, I think I like the game. I feel like I would have liked the game less if I knew exactly what it was, because like just that amount of the shock factor that I had when I realized like what this game actually was. Like makes me I'm not going to forget this game for a while because of that feeling. Yeah, like that that shock is a feeling I'm going to always associate with this game specifically. And I feel like that wouldn't have been there. And it would be le- much less memorable if I knew what they were doing going in. I'm not trying to promote their uh, very misleading marketing. No, please don't for do the, that. <laughs> for those who care about the story much more uh, than I do, I still think it's a great. I still think it's a good story because honestly, time travel is just I don't know. It's it's just inherently going to go fucking balls to the walls. And honestly. Yeah. Our, our thoughts about the time travel were a bit more reserved, so we didn't really think outside the box. So we really didn't expect the descendants to to come back, or you know the the Terrico to. Oh yeah, by yeah. the way, the egg, the egg guardian is named Terrico. Yeah, uh, good. I saw that he's a good addition too. He, he gets he gets to stay on the keychain, but he does get to stay on the uh, keychain. Yeah, personally, I can honestly, I definitely can feel where those people are coming from. Yeah. Uh, if they just absolutely hate Nintendo's decision for this marketing. But personally, I, while I don't think it was a good choice, it, it, I think I enjoyed the game more because of it. 
It and works. I don't. I don't hold too much grudge against the the marketing team for what they did. Uh, but that's just me, and I can definitely. I definitely think the other people who think differently than me are absolutely valid in their opinions. Even then, like. Even then, like, this game is completely different. Like, so different. Like, there is elemental enemies that you've never yeah. really seen before. They they don't make any reference to being able to... They have no reference to the Sheikah Towers in the first Breath of the Wild, like, being able to travel back and forth between them. Yeah, the teleportation technology is super crazy. You're able to teleport entire armies and yeah. the divine beasts using, the, using just the one tower. Yeah, and what else? Terrico is completely different. It's a new addition. That's a new and addition. He, he just surprises you as the story goes out completely. And once you beat the game, it, and yeah, it's completely just everything changes. I mean, honestly, it's it's so weird. Like right when Nintendo seemed like they were fixing the Zelda timeline, you know, like they put <laughs> Breath of the Wild, they put Breath of the Wild so far away from the other timelines that. On the, on the official website, all the timelines just converge, and it's Breath of the Wild. And immediately, they release this game, which splits the timeline again into two. So you have so now you have the Age of Ruin, which is Breath of the Wild's timeline, and then you have Terrico's new world timeline, where it splits off. Yeah, again, opens up a lot of questions as to will there be a sequel to this game or whatever, because we talked about that like person to person, but that's a really different story from the other day. And then my only other yeah. con was I felt all the Divine Beast missions felt really repetitive. Again, I get it. Um, if you're, you're a Divine Beast, you should you just kill Matt's hordes of enemies. But yeah, there were too many of them for them for, for them to only achieve one simple goal, and that's to blow up every single thing you see. Yeah, I can agree. I still think that the Divine Beasts themselves control uniquely enough to where mm-hmm. each like on the first time playing as a Divine Beast, it's great. Yeah, it's uh, fun. Luckily, I think there aren't too. I don't. I'm on the opposite opinion. I don't think there's too many divine beast quests. I thought there were going to be more. And when I saw how the divine beast played, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to like playing this. But I think there's like maybe three for each divine beast. I think there's more than that because you do have to level them up. It might be four. It might be like four or five. But either way, I mean, yeah. I, personally, I didn't think there was too much. Uh, you know, the novelty definitely would have worn off for me if there were more than there was. But you know. Uh, again, I think it's like more like a one-time thing, and you're like, "Oh, that was cool. Let's go back to playing the more fleshed-out version mm-hmm. of the combat, which is the, you know, the on-the-ground boots-on-the-ground combat yeah. with the characters." But I, I can agree. I think the divine beasts are definitely uh, uh, the much weaker gameplay option than the other ones. But yeah. still, this the the satisfaction of just destroying legions and legions mm-hmm. of enemies so so easily and nonchalantly uh, definitely has its appeal. So. You know, that's that's my opinion on it. So, all right, we'll we'll do this and we'll officially wrap up Age of Calamity. Yeah. What was your favorite mission? Um, hmm. that's a toughie. I think it my is. favorite mission. I have to say the main the, the main ones are obviously going to be the better missions than yeah. the, in the yeah. side ones. There's so many. I I talked about the last time the uh, the mission where you go and rescue Rivali and Urbosa had my, my favorite sound, my favorite song in, playing in the background or my favorite part of the soundtrack. But honestly, after replaying the blood moon, uh, versions, I think I might have to go with the great plateau mission. Uh, chapter six. That's, you know, that's, uh, it, it's just cool because you're back on the place where breath of the wild once started. 
and then you get teleported to the Shrine of Resurrection, and you literally recreate the initial yeah. scene where you run out uh, and like That's look over Hy- Hyrule. Sure and also, Link, is Link the only one that can get get there? No, you can put anyone there. It's just you kind of have to split your party a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so that one person goes to the Shrine of Resurrection while the other three defend against the Guardians that spawn yeah. later. Uh, still, I think it's a really unique map. It's cool to see the the Great Plateau kind of repaired uh, and, like, you know, in its former glory. Uh, as well as, this is also the chapter where you find out that King Rome is alive. So, obviously, him being my most anticipated character probably gives me some bias in that mission as well. But, yeah, That's the true. Great... The Great Plateau mission is probably my my favorite one. I'm torn between two, and they're right, and they're back to back, and I really do enjoy them both. Um, saving a Colossus Citadel is, I think, a great mission. And oh yeah, the Four Hatina mission I really like too. Once Zelda becomes a badass, that oh yeah, that song was awesome. God, Fort Hatino is that was a difficult battle. I'll give it that. That was a difficult. Oh, no, it was. There were, I like I'm trying to 100% the maps and like take over every single outpost and kill every single enemy. That that's tough to do. Like that's yeah, really hard. Like there's a side mission where there are so many elite enemies on on the map and it's gonna take you like so long to defeat it. You only get like you. I don't even think you get four. I think you only get three. You only get three characters. Oh, maybe I, I thought you got four, but maybe I'm wrong. No, because maybe Zelda's like manual. You have to use her because uh, she's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That, her power awakens and like everything changes. Like the soundtrack is a cert- is up to a certain point. Then Astor comes, resurrects all the blights, and then Zelda yeah. power awakens. And the pa- and the song changes. That's a great song. And I think I differ with you. I actually think I like the water and fire mission more than mm, Air and Lightning. Yeah. I think I think I think Sidon Yunobo's song's better, but just because of Sidon, like yeah, just be- I mean Sidon's theme is just a banger in the original game as well. So Sidon, Sidon's massive. He's like nine feet tall. Yeah, he's Sidon's huge. enormous. He's huge, and with the two with the two tridents, he's even bigger. But it's it's nuts. I, I agree. Yeah, it's it's between those two for me. I think really. I do have to give an honorable mention though for for the final mission. I mean, oh my yeah. god, it's so climactic. You have to fight. You have to fight the blights again, as That's well annoying. as well as Astor and Harbinger Ganon, but. You know, I think it's a nice test of skill. Like, it keeps you on your toes. You know, you're always yeah. fighting really powerful enemies. And then, I don't know, man. The soundtrack of the final battle with Calamity Ganon. Like, oh my, oh, my God. It's so good. And then, probably, Link has a lot of badass finishers on Ganon in his oh game. God. In the 3D Zelda <laughs> games. He has a lot of them. He's got, you got Wind Waker, where you just... Drive that sword straight between the eyes. Twilight you Princess. He Twilight Princess. Plummet into, into the into the glowing wound on his chest that he received right in the beginning of the game, and then you got like, even Breath of the Wild. Even the Breath of the Wild one, or I think, has its merit of just shooting his eye out. The, you know the music crescendoing in the background. You just snipe a light arrow right in his eye. But this one, man, the music peaks. You got the main theme of the game going. Goes silent. Just completely bisect oh my him God. right down the middle. Dude, he cut him in half. <laughs> I lined him up. He he alleyooped for the princess's slam dunk of holy energy. Damn, it, it I, was. I couldn't believe it when I watched. I had to watch it twice. I went right back to the gallery and I'm like, "What the <laughs> hell just happened?" <laughs> it was really good. I I enjoyed that mission a lot too, just for the climactic finish of it. So it's disgusting. Oh my god. But yeah. as you can see from us talking about it. Uh, yeah, it's a good game. 
our, our thoughts are more on the positive end of things. Yeah. So. so, all in all, if I had to give a score out of ten, I'd give it a very, very, very high eight and a half. Eight and a half out of ten for me. I think I'd go with a solid nine for me. Like, just it, it was a very enjoyable game. It, I enjoyed the grind of it. There was really no, like, I don't know. I saw one of these games, like these types of games where there's just so. There's seemingly so much to, you know, upgrade and collect. Mm-hmm. It, for some reason, I never really feel an urge to do so. And maybe it's just because I'm attached to the Breath of the Wild world as my phone is uh, ringing. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'm just so attached to the characters, but I wanted to, like, get every single one of those symbols on that map. Just complete. Just I wanted to make them blue and just complete the entire map. Yeah, so did I. And I think this is my first time ever 100% completing a game. Uh, my brother, my little brother, 100% completed Mario Odyssey. Oh my god! What? So. <laughs> oh my god! That's disgusting. I know, but I, I, and also the 100% completion ward reward is the original Hyrule Warriors garb with the blue scarf and the armor for Link. That's pretty so cool. So I, I definitely wanted to be rocking that. So does it look good on him? I'm more yet. It looks it looks really good on him. I, I like it a lot. It, I mean, it's very similar to the champions gear as well, so he kind of fits in alongside the rest of the champions. That's good. Uh, but uh, yeah, this game, the grind for 100% never really felt super tedious because the battles were just so fun to me. Yeah, and you can buy a lot of the stuff you need. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's definitely like a resource management thing. Like you have to upgrade weapons. It, it uses a lot of your resources, but not you know too much to where you're like, oh, I'm literally out of resources and now yeah. I need to grind for a few more hours, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. I liked the. I actually really liked the the weapon fusing system as well. I did the, too. That made the progression really cool. Uh, later on, you can fully customize like which buffs your your, your weapons will get yeah. your seals, and you know it gives you a lot of freedom to kind of build the characters in the way that you want and focusing on different areas uh, without really affecting their play style too much. So. Uh, Personally, that's another big plus for me. The progression felt good. The grind felt good. Except for the hair width missions where you couldn't get hit once. Those sucked, especially because there's a Korok in one and you need to finish the mission, which sucked. But besides besides that and the gripes that Colby also brought up that I chimed in on, 9 out of 10 game for me. A very enjoyable game. I think I ended up with like 64 hours on it. Uh not bad so I, i'm gonna take a break from it now i'm going back to some other games in my back catalog that i haven't played in a bit but uh yeah nine out of ten for me hyrule warriors uh, i definitely recommend it uh for those who are uh, on the fence about it uh a good christmas present as well so very good already on sale fifty dollars i think it's worth the fifty dollars right there yeah i think it's worth the fifty dollars for sure so that's it for age of calamity until dlc inevitably comes out and we'll be all over that once that comes out We would like to welcome you all to the first ever <laughs> Switch It Up Game Awards. In honor of the Game Awards coming up later this week, we are going to hand out four of the most prestigious <laughs> honors in Nintendo gaming. So The most prestigious. Most prestigious. They're, honest to God, like if you, they, they need to be stamped on the case and resold, like the Switch It Up edition of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. But yes. here are... Our categories we only have four so I we have best say, i forgot overall, the categories please please best, remind me we have best overall game so best game that we've played this year yeah that came out this year 
Mm. Most anticipated game. So game that is coming up doesn't necessarily need a release date, but game that is coming up that we are most likely to most excited to have. Yes. Most hours logged in a game this year. Pretty straightforward. And best yeah. old game. So best game. So best game that was played that did not come out this year. So 2019 all the way till all the way back to all the way to 1976 when pong came out so yeah <laughs> any game, game any game that did not uh release this year but that we played uh extensively this year so yes so yeah, it'll which, make sense which category do you want to start with i want to start with i think the most straightforward one i think we should do most hours logged because okay. that's not really like a choice it's like you know you know which one you logged in yeah it's like, the Mar- it's like the Mar- party awards it's like all right this person got the most coins it's like well yeah. we know that so yeah okay, we know so that you can go first okay well i'm pretty sure that it's pretty uh it should be pretty clear but my the most hours i've logged in a game this year i believe is animal crossing with like 160 something hours uh i it's been a while since i've it's been a while since i've confirmed that but also i haven't played it in quite a while i'll say i'll say 160 takes the cake yeah i mean it's nowhere near your 660 hey i didn't i didn't play that all one year (laughs) but anyway yeah animal crossing i don't know it's kind of a game that begs to be played for that amount of time yeah and especially during the earlier portions of it where you know as long as you're not time traveling you have a lot to look forward to uh you know you if you play it day by day obviously you're going to log a lot of hours uh if you're more creative than me you probably have much more hours on it true but you'll probably do 660 hours played oh for sure because you know you have so much power in this game when you get into the later stages when you unlock terraforming and you complete the main story of the game yeah uh the game is still receiving regular updates that add a lot of new content. Yeah, even those. right now. It's Christmas yeah, update. Yeah, the Christmas update is, is a very recent addition to the game. And obviously, for those who are more slower going, you have long-term goals like completing the museum and you know other things like that. Or just restructuring your island for every season, which I know some people do because they're nuts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was completely addicted to animal crossing when it first came out i just log i got on it every day to play and i played it for multiple hours for sitting so it's no wonder that i got to that point and i've said this multiple times on this show i've gotten to a point animal crossing where i'm i'm happy with my island i'm happy with the progress i've made and i think i'm comfortable putting it down but i can still you know look back and say that yeah i put a lot of hours into that game so animal crossing Mm -hmm. for me is my most played game this year all right, so for me, it's not Animal Crossing, but it's between two, and I don't really know which one it is. But I unfortunately think I know which one it is. Like, okay. so second, so second Age of Calamity. I think I have fifty-five on that. That's the yeah. most. Yes, the most I've played the game this year is fifty-five. Mm-hmm. And I think this one beats it by only five hours or less. But it's just because I played two <laughs> DLC packs, yeah, and I played it for almost two months straight. Yeah. Pokemon Swords, my most hours logged <laughs> this year, because I tried. I wanted to get the shiny charm for the legendaries. If I complete mm-hmm. the Pokedex, which I did, and I played two DLC packs, albeit the one took literally forty-five minutes. But yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, Pokemon Sword. Uh, we talked about it. The DL, the second DLC pack definitely helps the game and its value. Yes, and you can actually buy it right now for with the DLC packs built in. It's probably just called like the complete version or something. Yeah, but. 
I very again, Tyler alluded to this in a previous episode. Maybe we'll go back like next year and take a look back on it. Mm. Like after like a year and a half, two years after it's released, we'll look back on it and then we'll re we'll reevaluate. But still not a great game, still not a game that I overall really like enjoy, but just for yeah. the matter of you know, it's the first ever Pokedex I completed. It's the you know, I still I'm probably gonna go back eventually, like once once Tyro Warriors dies down and try to go back, get some shiny legendaries, but Mm-hmm. yeah pokemon sword is my most hours logged this year so congratulations yeah, think, to pokemon sword i think pokemon shield is my second i think i have like 130 in yeah. that one uh but obviously i've been in like the pokemon club as well they actually had a debate uh in the discord about you know which gen was the best and which can like they had a huge discussion and some people thought that gen 8 was the best some people thought that gen 8 was the worst it, it cast a wide net but yeah, I know you you're on the latter end of that. But uh, yeah, no, uh, that game definitely also uh, another big, big hour, a big time sink uh, for a lot of reasons. But yeah, I believe that's uh, everything for the uh, most hours played. That that's pretty uh, straight, <laughs> pretty straightforward. Not really a choice there, but yeah. we figured it'd be a unique category to talk about because it may be different than the best overall games. Yeah. Not just because we played them so long. So yeah. yeah, let's, let's move on to the next category. I think we should do old games next. Okay. We can do We can do old games. So I'll go first on this one. Okay. Uh, I actually had a tough time with this. This was my, this is the most difficult for me too. And honestly, any one of these games could take it. So what I, what I settle on now will probably could change like the next day, but my candidates were, Apex Legends, Wizard of Legend, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon: Explorers of Darkness. Oh, you're forgetting one. What am I forgetting? Uh, well, it's in my cat. It's in my running. So, do you want me to go first? Okay, go first because I, I don't know. I my memory is really bad, so I, I you're, probably you're gonna be, You are forgetting one, but it's oh, absolutely going to win for you. But oh, probably. Okay, yeah. So, go ahead. Go ahead then. So it was really close between two. I wrote down three. I put Breath of the Wild down there because... Hey, yeah, you but, like replayed the whole game before Age of Calamity came out. I did. I did replay the whole game before. And it was really close between two. I ended up giving it to the former. But second place was The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Oh, okay. Very good game. Incredibly good game. I enjoyed every second of that. Great open world game. I can see why it won Game of the Year in 2015. Story, everything makes sense. Geralt, badass, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which means that Super Mario Galaxy is the best old game that I played this year. With the 3D All-Stars collection, obviously it comes with 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy. I consider it to be, I consider Galaxy to be its own game within that because it's just an enhanced port on a title yeah. to other games. So, but yeah, Mario Galaxy, um, famously known as Scott the Woes' favorite game of all time. Scott but, the <laughs> so, But Super Mario Galaxy, and there's nothing not to love. It just invented, it just invented a new play mario it's hailed as the true successor to the n64 super mario 64 obviously and mm-hmm. i every yeah, i'm probably that's another game i'll probably go back and play once i'm done with Hero warriors age of claim it completely like in my mind but again yeah i just enjoy everything about it the worlds are very unique uh, it's a great story it introduces a great character in rosalina you get to play as luigi which is your, was actually a pretty cool goal for getting all 120 stars but mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it's a, I, Super Mario Galaxy for me was my favorite game that I went back and played this year. The motion controls work well on the Switch, and yeah, very very hyped up release 
around the world was 3D All Stars on this show as well. We we're very excited for mm-hmm. that. But yeah, and it wins and it wins best old game for me of Super Mario Galaxy. Honestly, yeah, I, I still don't think that that's going to be my pick. To be honest, all right. Like, I don't know. Mario Galaxy is one of my favorite games of all time. Like, absolutely, like top five, top ten. But this year, I, I don't know. I, I've I played like those other three games. Uh, I don't know. They just just this year, I, I had more enjoyment out of them than I did. All right, uh, Galaxy. Personally, I mean, Galaxy could probably Galaxy could probably be a, a number four like runner up for me. Obviously, it's it's that good of a game, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why. For it's just I'm just not feeling it. All right. So, sometimes sometimes it's just a feeling. I'm just not hey, feeling it. Listen, give it who you want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right. I completely I completely forgot about that game's existence. To be honest, so Super Mario 3D All Stars. I don't know. Maybe Galaxy didn't leave as much of an impression in my mind this year. Again, uh, it's just an, it's essentially just an enhanced port. Like yeah, just because you played, you played it on the Wii, you're not getting much different on the Switch. Yeah, it's always it always going to have a special place in my heart. And it was great to go back and see it, but like once I was done with it, I was I was done with it. You know. Yeah. So, uh, Apex Legends obviously being uh, more multi, uh, well, only multiplayer focused game. Uh, my favorite ongoing game at the moment. Uh, I I'm in a Discord server for it, and I have some some buddies that I play it with. Uh, respawn one of my favorite developers uh just a, a great game overall my personal favorite battle royale game as i've talked about many times uh good story connected to the titanfall universe another top 10 game of mine so all around just a complete uh you know uh good good feelings across the board on that one uh also receives continuous updates so you know it's it's very much supported by its developers which is always a good touch mm-hmm. uh Wizard of Legend, probably my favorite indie game that I've played in a while. Uh, right up there with Star uh, Spiritfarer as well, but I think uh, Wizard of Legend is more up my up my alley because I am a Mystery Dungeon fan, and this is kind of a randomly generated dungeon crawler where uh, you have you put together like a loadout of spells of different elements, and you go into this into these differently themed dungeons to fight enemies, take on bosses, and try and keep your health and items stocked up as you get more powerful as you go through the floors a lot of unique gimmicks uh and enemy types and i believe it's also still being supported because it when i logged on for the first time in a while uh, a few weeks ago there was a whole new boss that it wasn't there before so uh you know a lot of new surprises in that game it's one of the first games i got on the switch i believe it had been it had been out for pc before uh coming to the switch before the switch even released so I i think it's been out for a while but uh yeah that's probably uh, i definitely recommend that i don't know how much it is on the eShop anymore but uh definitely a, a game that i would recommend picking up if you have the money and if you are you know waiting for other games as well and then of course we have my favorite game of all time pokemon mystery dungeon explorers of time slash sky slash darkness uh i i don't know what else to say i think i've talked at length about the story being fantastic just the gameplay i think for me just being addicting i don't know i've talked to other people and they say that they get bored of it really quickly but maybe it's just a personal tick for me that i find exploring these dungeons and uh putting up move sets on your pokemon uh to fit the situation very appealing uh maybe it's the fact that i know this game more inside and out than i do maybe any other game that 
allows me to enjoy it so much, but if I had to choose between the three, honestly, I think I'd have to give it to... I'd have to give it... I think I have to cave and give it to Pokemon uh, Mystery Dungeon. Perfectly fine with that. Uh, Apex is great, but I can't really take it anywhere. Uh, It's kind of just stuck at home, and when I was at college, I didn't have the chance to play it a lot, so I kind of lost out on a lot of the... You know, it's a game that you definitely don't have to play constantly, but there's a definite uh, advantage to, you know, keeping up with everything and, you know, playing with the other people who can play. So uh, Apex still in my top three, again, could change since I'm playing it much more often now, but uh, I would have to put that below Pokemon. Wizard of Legend is, uh, is good, but I've, it's more of a recent thing. Like mm-hmm. honestly in the past three weeks, that just shows how much of an, uh, an impact it's left on me just because of, I think this, it's just a really good indie game. But again, compared to Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, that's just a game that I can play. As long as I have the copies to, to play, Yeah, I can play it forever because I you can choose different uh, Pokemon and partners to be as and play as. Uh, you can choose different movesets. It's always a different experience, but you always still know what's coming. But even if you do, the story, in my opinion, is just so, so good for a Pokemon game. It's probably my favorite Pokemon game, like including the main series. Like I think Mystery Dungeon exceeds all of it. Uh, so I'm all, there's also probably a very large factor of nostalgia at play here that I probably won't be able to break even if I try to distance my biases. So it's, perf- it's perfectly normal. I mean, the fact that I've and my the president of the Pokemon Club, I recently completed the collection of the Explorer series. I had Sky and Time and all I needed was Darkness. And he was willing to sell me his copy of of Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Darkness. So I finally have all three. Let's go. Uh, So I'm actually still I Explorers of Darkness is the one I still have yet to finish. So even going into next year, since we're. (laughs) somehow already at the end of 2020 which is so weird mm-hmm. but yeah that's still a game that i'm probably going to play into the next year and if i have the heart i might delete one of my save files to play it all over again but that's only <laughs> if i get really desperate so it's true uh yeah best old game definitely uh pokemon pokemon mystery dungeon for me okay and wow i've been rambling on i'm so sorry <laughs> oh you're fine all right so i guess we'll go third is most anticipated games so games that aren't out yet but that don't necessarily have to have release dates they're just games that we know that are in existence i was considering calling this the metroid prime 4 award just because (laughs) if we do this again next year we're just gonna i think we might just rename it the metroid prime 4 award but yeah but there were like actually a lot of games i'm looking forward to and i know what you're gonna say because we both have the same answer we we both absolutely have the same answer but please tell me tell me the other ones because i i need a refresher to be honest of what games are coming out i'm really excited for super mario 3d land bowser's fury i'm really excited for that that's coming out in february so that's a short while too i think that's gonna be a really fun game when that comes out multiplayer because we did have a game night with both of our significant others which they they don't really get the whole kirby thing but i think mario 3d world will be just a fun I think it'll just be a fun game to play on the Switch. It'll be nice to have yeah. part of Mario Collection. Straightforward. Love it. Mm-hmm. The more I think about it, I'm re- I really hope like Bayonetta 3 comes out within 
Uh, while while I'm a alive. reasonable time frame, yeah. yeah. <laughs> while I'm alive, same with Metroid Prime Four. I hope it comes out while I'm alive. Yes, yes. very excited for those games too. But I mean, come on, like it, it. Well, hang on, hang on. Before we say it, I do. I do actually have one game. Okay, that yeah, I, I can mention as a runner-up. Uh, it's actually not a Nintendo game. It's right. probably one of the only non-Nintendo games I care about at the moment, <laughs> and that's Dying Light Two. All right. So I'm sure that. I've talked about this before, but Dying Light 2, survival zombie game, parkour aspects, just, I mean, not necessarily a story-driven game. It has a story, and the voice actors are good, but the story itself is kind of meh. But the gameplay, man, is just so addicting. Like, on my Xbox, I'll just run around the world and just slice <laughs> zombies to bits, just just because. Like, not, I'm not even, I don't even have, like, a an objective. I just go around, because it's such a, it's just some, such a, almost calming experience to just run around this world with the great movement it has and dying light Two, it was supposed to be out already. Like they, they read, they had some so development. Problems. Food. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I can't really complain about delays when games like cyberpunk and breath of the wild exist. So, yeah, but God, cyberpunk coming out in three days. That's, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to see how that shakes up the gaming landscape. But yeah, dying light Two. The demo that they put out, I've watched a hundred times. It looks so, so cool. And God forbid, if I do end up being stuck at home for longer than I think I'm going to, and the game actually does come out, I feel like I'm going to have to drop the money for it, even though the Xbox is technically not even in my ownership anymore. So, <laughs> But that's the only game I have. So yeah, I've, do you want to like say it together? Like It's so obvious. <laughs> Sure, we can say it together. So, all right, ready? One, three, are you going one, two, two, three? three. Breath, Breath of the Wild, Wild two. two. All right, next, yeah. best overall. Next, game. yeah, best overall. <laughs> please give us a trailer on Friday, please. So we we crave it so badly. Oh my God. The twenty to save twenty twenty. It just it would help save us so it, much. It would really help. It would unite gamers around the world. Look, Nintendo execs, I know you're listening to this little podcast that doesn't get 30 views per week. You, listen, guys, are, you guys have fucked up a lot recently. Make listen, it right. You do this, and you're and you're scot-free. You're, you're out. Fine. You're, <laughs> you're out. You cover up every single mistake you've made in the last two weeks. But, but all right, here we go. Best overall game. Best overall, a lot, yeah. A lot of good games came out this year. Hot take, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's some that are in the running for me. So Paper Mario the Origami King's in the running. Huh? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I get it. Bastard. Hyrule <laughs> Warriors Age of Calamity's in the running, obviously. Yeah. But those two are not going to win. They will. So, yeah, Hyrule Warriors does not take an award here at the Switch It Up no. Game Awards. That's probably shocking. Everybody listening. And. Yeah, yeah. Best overall game I played was Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. It's not really, it's not, it's not close. So, you know, I've had some time to go back and like I reflect on my video game rankings. They change like almost daily. But as of right now, it's like the, it's the third best game I've ever played. And yeah. I, I will, I will always remember that story. Like I remember the characters. Like I, I never remember characters any <laughs> game. <laughs> like, like I've been naming every character you can play as. Like I just, it's a game that. It, again, it made me feel like a lot like Hyrule Warriors did, a lot like you know Fire Emblem did, Breath of the Wild. Every game you can think of made me feel like that game just made me feel. Like it's so memorable. There's an argument that's an enhanced port, so it technically doesn't qualify. But I never played the original Xenoblade on the Wii, so yeah. it qualifies here for me. But mm-hmm. that's definitely a game I'm going to go back and play 
later down the line. Not sure when, but it's absolutely a game that I have remembered. And it, it, has, it has me a fan of the Xenoblade series. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to play every other game they have, they have, but you know, if Xenoblade maybe it's like a warriors type game, I'll buy it. Like, <laughs> so we might yeah, do a whole episode on another series that we think we could get. I think we did that before, but now we have some more candidates. So that's true. So anyway, Xenoblade Chronicles definitive edition, a lot like fire Emblem last year, a game. I wasn't entirely sure. Like, confident as i was gonna pick up but yeah, yeah i just got I, I i must i have to feel that way more often because the last time i have the last two times i have has gotten games that two of them in the top three so yeah being able to chronicles definitive edition con- congratulations uh you win best overall game right so for me very similar picks except for xenoblade because i never did play it but it's incredible uh, <laughs> hyrule warriors is definitely up there mm-hmm. uh, i was honestly i'm pretty sure i just switched my opinion just now on it that it was originally <laughs> going to be my best overall, but honestly, I, I looked I looked back at the games I played this year, and honestly, none have been none have really had more of an effect on me than or, well the ones that came out this year, obviously. Uh, then Animal Crossing New Horizons, mm-hmm. like it it released just at the perfect time for me to oh just be God. fully to be fully invested in it. Not just for you, for for the entire world, it released at the perfect time. Like the debate on whether or not the world situation would have affected animal crossing sales in any meaningful way, maybe up for debate forever. But for me, I don't know, like just looking at the experience on me as well as the experience on just everyone who played it, it really is just a cultural phenomenon. It's and crazy. It's, and it was such a joy to be a part of for the relatively brief time that I was like, I thought, I thought I put a lot of hours in this game. God, no. I have, I was so naive. I am nowhere close, but even still, I enjoyed my time with the game very much. It was such a customizable experience and just it was a game that I think that we all really needed. Me being an being me, blah, 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 me being an Animal Crossing fan uh, from New Leaf, uh, you know, this this game was already a big uh, anticipated title for me, but. Though I have no stats to confirm this, besides just the staggering sales numbers, yeah, there are so many new people to the series that this this has brought, yeah, uh, and I feel like that's that's amazing for for so many different reasons that I, I won't get into now. But it's just so cool. Like everyone around me had the game as well. You had it. Uh, mm-hmm. My buddies at the Pokemon Club had it. Uh, even my girlfriend got it for God's sakes, and she only plays Fire Emblem. It's on loan to my girlfriend right now. <laughs> Oh, I see. See, this is. I was about to say this. Everyone, everyone, everyone truly has been. I feel like everyone just in the gaming community has been affected by Animal Crossing in some way. It's just, it was such a, a surprisingly good game, and we we've talked about its criticisms. We've talked about the. I think we had like a whole episode talking about like, you know what what isn't so great about about the game. Yeah. about how the, the content's a bit middling once you get to the end. Obviously, right now, I'm not even playing it because I feel like, I feel like I've run out of things that I want to do. Yeah, the but, pace isn't for everybody. The game just itself isn't for everybody, but it's still a great game. Yeah, I was about to say, like, we, we, we attribute a lot of value to playtime and, like, continuous investment in a game. But I still, even with that, there are some cases where, you know, that, that's not the the biggest part about it 
I mean, for me, I feel like I've gotten the best of both worlds. I've played that game for so long yeah. that, you know, I really can't say that I didn't and, get my, my money's worth out of the game. Yeah, and, and you enjoyed it, like, two for two. Yeah, I mean, if I was more a creative person, then yeah, I'd still be playing that damn game. Like, that has, there's just so much that you can do with that game, given the right, uh, you know, the right drive to do it. And with the new events coming out, I feel like they don't add enough substantial to the game for me to come back and for me to put, you know, excessive effort into the game now that I have other games to play. But still, I cannot deny just the effect that it had on me uh, and the community around me and the gaming community as a whole. So for me, best overall game of 2020 has got to be Animal Crossing New Horizons. I just thought, do you like want to do like game we want to see ported on the Switch like the most? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can do that, like, right here at the end, an hour and a half in. Yeah. Because I, I, there's so many out there. Like, so many from the GameCube, too, because the GameCube is so underrated, in my opinion. That gets so many good games. Like, games yeah. I've never, names I never play but want to play, like, Twilight Princess is technically, like, on GameCube, too, but it's a Wii game. I want to play that. Wind Waker, Wind Waker is on GameCube, which is definitely something I want to get to. Metroid yeah. Prime, like, I think, it's, is this just called Metroid Prime or is it Trilogy? I think Metroid Prime just the first one. Yeah, I want to play that as much as we give Metroid Prime 4 hell. Like, Metroid itself is a great series, but yeah. it, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, I think, is the game I want to play the most. Oh, that that's a, that's a good pick, honestly. That's a really good pick. Yeah, that's... I, Tailed is the best Paper Mario game of all time, and I enjoyed Origami King, unlike some people on the show, but... I think... I, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think The Thousand Year Door would be a great add-on to the Switch, and they should just... The market for old games on the Switch is so big and people just want it. even like fire fire Emblem, the first fire Emblem just released on the switch and it like yeah. it's selling well so it, it, it just goes to show there's a market for it will they do it who knows again execs don't make good decisions these days but yeah yeah pay more uh, thousand year door i think the game i want to see the most on the switch honestly, as of port, right as of right now yeah the port i want to see the most is skyward sword i i, I want skyward sword on the switch we might get it like, next year motion, motion controls have come a long way and I feel like they could make it work. And I feel like Skyward Sword deserves a bit more recognition than it gets. Yeah. Uh, again, I've never personally played it myself, but I, like, I'm intrigued by it. It's the origin of the Zelda series, mm-hmm. narrative-wise, which I think is such a... Like, I can't believe Nintendo had the, the balls to do that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they did, and people, some people didn't like it, and some people did. I think, from what I've seen of the story, I think it's a really cool... Uh, idea and mm-hmm. again now that motion controls have advanced as we've talked about the switch probably has the most advanced motion controls of any console uh you know who still has peripherals for them because everyone tried to copy the wii but you know nintendo stuck with them and i think the motion controls could lend to a better gameplay experience with skyward sword because most of the complaints that i've seen is that you know you try to do a slash and you do a stab instead or you try to do certain actions and the motion controls pick up something else so I feel like a lot of people who had bad experiences with Skyward Sword could maybe be brought back with improved motion controls. And people who have never played it before will have a better experience going in than those other people did yep. because of the the better motion controls. So, again, if Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out next year, uh, I don't think that they necessarily need to release it now. They can probably keep that on the backlog until they need like a Zelda thing to release before the next big one comes out yeah uh kind of like a link's awakening situation Mm -hmm. but 
I think Sky. I personally, I just have a big intrigue with Skyward Sword, so I think that should be the game that they get sported next. All right. So, just to recap for me, most hours played Pokemon Sword, best old games Super Mario Galaxy, most anticipated Breath of the Wild two, best overall Xenoblade Chronicles: The Phantom Edition, and most wanted on Switch, I guess, is Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. So, congratulations to all those games. Um, you you guys deserve it. Yeah, except, and I'm, except for Sword. Uh, very except late. for Sword. I'm, give, I'm giving Sword the award, but like I have a return address like taped on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I gave Paper Mario hell, so yeah, you, you're f- completely free to give Pokemon Sword hell. But yeah, most hours played for me, Animal Crossing, uh, best old game, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, X the Explorer series, most anticipated Breath of the Wild two, and uh, best overall Animal Crossing again, and most wanted ports is Skyward Sword. So that is our little mini game awards show. Uh, the first of our podcast uh, mm-hmm. done. So I think this is pretty fun. So I think it could be. I think a- it was too. Excited for the Game Awards, obviously, this week. And hopefully, we're, hopefully, this podcast and we are still alive to do it again this year. It is kind of weird. I feel like a lot of people are looking forward to more to the announcements that will be made at the Game Awards rather than the actual oh, game. I, oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> It, like kinda, no, no one's gonna care if the last of us two wins game of the year breath of the wild 2 is like a release date no one's gonna care yeah kind of ironic in that sense but hey that's just the the time we live in now but what was like what was like the big announcement of the game awards last year like i'm trying to joker think. and smash that's, yeah that's pretty big that's pretty big right yeah for, i think that's the biggest like nintendo announcement because the breath of the wild trailer was d3 yeah breath of the wild was d3 i, I remember that the, i think that was the biggest nintendo thing yeah was uh was Joker and Smash again? Pretty big. Probably it's still. Cra- big. Do you th- do you think Steve's bigger than Joker? Probably. I mean, it did crash Twitter. So yeah, it's maybe true. he did break Twitter. You get I points mean, for that. For God's sake, I can't believe like since the last Game Awards, we've had a whole Fighters Pass and like two more of the second. Whole Fighters Pass, two more of the second. Might get a third there. Could get, dude. If they release a Smash. And a Breath of the Wild, Nintendo trailer. steals the show despite winning no awards. Although, win Family, the Animal Crossing will win Family. Oh, for, absolutely! Animal will. Crossing will not win Game of the Year. I'm you heard it here first. No, I, I think I think Last of Us will win Game of the Year. Yeah, uh, I can't believe Doom Eternal's in the running. That's for crazy. Game of the year, to be honest, I'm not going to win either. But it's crazy that it's in the running. Yeah. I just love the juxtaposition that Animal Crossing and Doom released together, and now they're finishing the year at the Game Awards together. So that's awesome. That's perfect. But yeah. On that note, I think that's a good. I think that's a good place to end. This is a pretty long episode. So this is one of our. This is probably one of our longer episodes in a while. So for those of you who stuck around, thank you for. Yeah. Thank you very much. Let us know what you have for your Game of the Year awards. Yes. You that. could even like send worst game, which Tyler is going to give to Paper Mario the Origami Game, but. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Just get creative with it. You can send it with these links down below and the ones I'm about to say. So Twitter at SwitchUpPod. Instagram, SwitchItUpPodcast, underscores in between. Type in, find the logo there. Gmail's down below if you want to send any fan email or have any recommendations or anything like that. Ratings and reviews are appreciated, as always. Please leave those. And, yeah, personal accounts, Colby underscore Moyer on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, personal for me at tsamsel11 on Instagram and at Tyler Samsel on Twitter. Uh, yep, send, definitely send us your picks for Game of the Year and also your uh, what you want to win the actual Game of the Year. Uh, that can be uh, the little thing to see who all has uh, 
has listened to the very end of the episode. Yep. But yeah, we definitely appreciate you guys uh, sticking around. Definitely go check out last episode. I feel yep. like that's one of our one of the best ones we put out, uh, just because of the the dynamic with the Outcast boys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, that was, was really good. Very suspenseful uh, in the narrated <laughs> battles. So yeah, uh, thank you guys so much again for watching. Uh, have a wonderful rest of your day, night, morning, whenever you're listening to this, and we will see you next week for the actual game awards. Happy gaming, y'all.